Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 881. He nodded. She won't let him out of her sight for another span of days if I know her. I'll walk you over, I said to the sweating boy who was carefully cradling his arm. I'd like to watch her work. As far from civilization as we were, I expected Grand to be a hunched old woman who treated her patients with leeches and wood alcohol. That opinion changed when I saw the inside of her house. Her walls were covered with bundles of dry herbs and shelves lined with small, carefully labeled bottles. There was a small desk with three heavy leather books on it. One of them lay open, and I recognized it as the Herborica. I could see handwritten notes scrawled in the margins, while some of the entries had been edited or crossed out entirely. Gran wasn't as old as I thought she'd be, though she did have her share of grey hair. She wasn't hunched either, and actually stood taller than me with broad shoulders and a round, smiling face. She swung a copper kettle over the fire, humming to herself. Then she brought out a pair of shears and sat Jason down, prodding his arm gently. Pale and sweating, the boy kept up a constant stream of nervous chatter while she methodically cut his shirt away. In the space of a few minutes, without her even asking, he'd given her an accurate, if somewhat disjointed, version of L and Crin's homecoming. It's a nice, clean break, she said at last, interrupting him. How'd it happen? Jason's wild eyes darted to me, then away. Nothing, he said quickly then realized he hadn't answered the question. I mean, I broke it, I said. Figured the least I could do was come along and see if there's anything I could do to help set it right again. Gran looked back at me. Have you dealt with this sort of thing before? I've studied medicine at the university, I said. She shrugged, and I guess you can hold the splints while I wrap them. I have a girl who helps me, but she ran off when she heard the commotion up the street. Jason eyed me nervously as I held the wood tight to his arm but it took Grand less than three minutes to bind up the splint with an air of bored competence. Watching her work, I decided she was worth more than half the students I could name in the Medica. After we'd finished, she looked down at Jason. You're lucky, she said. It is the end of the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. I have a couple things I want to quickly address. One was something I forgot to address on the previous page, which is that they smashed up this brewer's shop and took the the ale they sort of implied that they were like sneak thieves they said they they lifted it they pinched it but they were thugs they like attacked and and robbed the joint they were not subtle robbers they were truly bandits and thugs and secondly when we were off the air jeremy tried to to allay some of the riffing we gave to jordana yesterday on her pronunciation of the word rather by pointing out rightly that he has an absolutely deranged way of saying the word coin which as any sane person agrees is a single word that rhymes with loin that's disgusting that is degeneracy i refute it i arroint it coin has two syllables that's nuts that's a bonkers thing to think yeah no i agree it's like like it's coin that's the only way to pronounce that word so help me, my sanity is hanging by a thread, and if you don't confirm that I'm right and these guys are wrong, I uh, I will parody redacted. This you is how what? Jeremy becomes the joy the the, the, is, the, the joiker. Is, <laughs> this is how I become the joiker. That's you know true. what you know what's we, you know what's a great option here is um we can ask the internet. No, nope. because you know what the internet says. Fake news. <laughs> yeah, what does a rhyming dictionary say about? It? I'm trying to find like a popular song that uses the word coin as a rhyme. 
surprisingly difficult. Yeah, I can think of songs with the word coin in them, but I can't think of a song that rhymes the word coin. Anyway, getting back to the page. Nice try, that- Jeremy. You're not getting <laughs> into yet. There's this there's this great rhyming website uh, called Rhyme Zone that I like to use a lot when I write little poems for myself because sometimes I do that. Um, and uh, it says that things that rhyme with coin are wait for it. Okay, they don't have the same number of syllables. What? And a lot of them feel very <laughs> weird. Uh, a join. Alboin, Aloin, uh, b- Benzoin. <laughs> That's the word? Isn't it is. Benzoin is, in fact, a word. Uh, Bitcoin. You can't rhyme <laughs> you coin know, with you coin. Call Bitcoin. Do you call, <laughs> call it Bitcoin? Yeah, do you say Bitcoin? Yes, Bitcoin. <laughs> Obviously. Rejoin. Uh, sirloin. Purloin. Sanfoin? I don't no, know. Hang on. Means. Where does this... Wh- what are you basing this on? Like, surely you heard other people... Are you just thinking that you're the only person in the world who pronounces the word coin correctly? I guess I am, because I thought everyone else was saying it just like me. This is only a thing that someone else pointed out to me that they thought I was saying it weird. I've just <laughs> been assuming that the rest of you are saying it properly the whole time, and apparently yeah, you're not. Yeah, at least not. there's other people who say rather the way I say rather. There's a, there's a whole country, like, across the ocean that does it. I thought for sure I had riffed uh, ripped on you on the podcast before for the way you pronounce coin, but I guess uh, I guess not. Maybe you have. Anyway, truly, on this page, I think that Gran is kind of a stand-in, a synecdoche, another word Nick loves, for the subject of like knowledge and truth in the world as a whole. Quoth initially dismisses, like he assumes that like she's just some crackpot old lady uh, doing like bullcrap, you know, folk remedies that don't work. And then when he gets to her house, she realizes, he realizes, oh, no, she does know what she's talking about. She even has gone so far as to annotate the Herborica, which is, I think, like a textbook of like herb lore. Now, sorry, before we jump ahead too far, is uh, in my book, it's the Heroborica. Yes, that's correct. Oh, OK. Yeah, I would. I also read Herborica until I until this this read. So I that I will not rip on you for. Mm, maybe the word maybe the word in Timurant is herob rather than herb. Yeah, just like the word in your head is coin rather than coin. <laughs> what Jeremy, Damn you don't you, you don't put herobs? You don't put herobs on your pizza? I'll pick your herobs, you bastards. <laughs> you don't get herobs and spiches? My point is the, the colonel's secret herobs and spiches. <laughs> I quit. I'm out of here. (laughs) (laughs) The real irony is that the word colonel is spelled in a truly baffling way. And yet, yeah, I love saying the word colonel, colonel, colonel. That's how it's supposed to be. It's French. It's a French word, right? Yes. It's like lieutenant. Colonel Mutard is is Colonel Mustard in, in, in French. So it's like. I always call them Colonel Mutard when we play Clue. Jordan, it's pronounced Clue. <laughs> also, I found the uh, phonetic spelling for coin, and it is K O Y N. There is no E or I in there. I'm not used to trust the internet. Uh, Jordana, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. Well, okay, what happens if I change it to British pronunciation? Oh, it's the same. <laughs> If there's anything we should have learned here, it's that all knowledge is subjective. Subjective. All opinions are subjective. Except for mine, which are correct. 
Fine. Listeners, write in if any of you say the word coin. Coin. Also, people who say rather instead of rather. I do think that one's a regionalism. That's like a matter of like dialect and accent and stuff. So on the page, she's clear, even if she's not like as formally educated as Quoth is, she is as or more technically proficient than someone who's been through the Medica. And when he kind of like to impress her with his credentials, he says, I studied medicine at the university. She either hasn't heard of the university or doesn't think much of it, right? Because she doesn't respond to that at all. Yeah, I get the impression that she's not particularly impressed with that. She's like, all right, you can hold the splints. So like, you're not going to be totally useless. Yeah, and I think we get into a deeper conversation where, wherein Gran essentially says that the lore in books is not as useful as the lore you gather from practical knowledge. And could we not extrapolate this kind of theme to think about the ways in which like, formal written knowledge is prized by some people in this world and they kind of ignore or or don't consider as valuable like oral traditions like the adam have or less tangible or concrete forms of wisdom uh such as naming certainly i think that's deeply relevant and i think that the fact that this synecdoche character occurs so late in the book means that it may be trying to drive home that idea if it wasn't already apparent to a reader this is one of those things where like i wonder if this character was a later edition only because oftentimes when you're writing or at least when i'm writing you aren't necessarily thinking about theme when you write your first draft but you know the more you work on your book the more themes start to sort of appear in the text oh like that's a theme that i should kind of make more concrete in the text and have more things that kind of call to it or uh, interact with the theme in some way. So if the if one of the themes of this book is thinking about the different ways knowledge is transmitted, then I then I wonder if Rothwis was like it might be useful to have a late example of that in book two to to kind of keep that idea in the reader's mind. Reasonable. The other thing I wanted to quickly talk about is that at one point uh, I think it was Crin says of Anne the uh, the false trooper who lured them away and gave them the sleeping tea uh, she says of her that she reminded me of my gran and now we meet this character who is the gran capital g do you think this is crin's grandmother or or this is like the gran that she was being that she was referring to or do you think that she is more of a she is everyone's gran and she is not crin's gran i think she's everyone's gran uh because everyone calls her that i think if she was crin's gran then maybe when Crin mentions her, the grand would be capitalized, and I don't think that it is. No, I I made a note. It is not uh, capitalized. What do you think, Jordana? Yeah, I'm uh, same boat. I don't think Crin's grand is the grand. Although I do feel like the way I pictured Anne and and Gran is relatively similar. So if Anne was meant to be reminding us of someone, I can imagine that it would remind us of this character. Yeah, we've got like the the two the two wolves, the two grands, you know, two ends of the grand <laughs> spectrum. Yes, one will heal your broken arm, and one will lure you away to uh, human trafficker tude, human servitude. There you go. Yeah, it really oh. killed the momentum there. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Toss a coin, a coin, wow. mind you, to your pagers on tomorrow's page. 
Yeah, hang on. You ruined the meter of that song if you pronounce it with two syllables, Jeremy. How did you hear? Yeah, toss a coin to your witcher. Toss a coin to your witcher. And like, how did you live through that summer and maintain this idea that it was a two-syllable word? Uh, Because it does have two syllables in the song. Toss a coin to your witcher. I guess you could, if it's like an extended note, like a held note, I guess you could. It is an extended note. Toss a coin to your witcher. Listeners. How my blood boils. I made him see the light, and you can see it with him on tomorrow's page. Second, oh, <laughs> the wind, the wind.